Hey there, people. Welcome back to the Revival on the Air Today podcast. Today I have Ben with me. So it's the two Bens today. How you going, Ben? Good, Ben. That's good. We could see this all day. Hi, Ben. How you going, Ben? <laughs> good, Ben. <laughs> so I'm in, uh, I'm in Ben's house. I've uh, brought the podcast kit, uh, kit out to Ben. And uh, we're going uh, to have a bit of a listen to uh, some, uh, some history about uh, how Ben came to know God, I, th- I suppose, is, a, uh, sure. is probably a pretty good starting, sure. starting point. And you've got uh, a fair, uh, fair number of uh, miraculous things to uh, probably testify today, which we're probably not going to get to all of them today. But uh, we'll certainly, uh, we'll certainly see, what we can, see what we can get to. So hmm. how long ago did... Uh, did God come into your life? Yeah, well, when I was quite young, when I was about 12, someone gave me a Bible for a birthday, which is pretty pretty neat. Um, so, so just by clarification, you're not near 12 now. You're slightly older <laughs> than that, aren't you? It was a while back. You're married, got a couple of kids. A while ago, yeah. Our boys are friends. Yes. Um, so uh, if people know how old I am, they've probably got a fair idea. You're probably yeah, a few, in a similar bracket. A few decades ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When the Beatles were still in the charts. Um, yeah, someone gave me a Bible when I was about 12 and I, and as you do, you start in the beginning and you say, you read Genesis and all that. And I had no idea what it was. So I just kept moving through and I sort of cheated. I went, I went to the New Testament and I just read the gospels, just those four books because I couldn't understand the, the Old Testament at all. But when I started reading the gospels, when I started reading about Christ, so Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, yeah, yeah just those four the first four books of the New Testament, which is the story and the life and the teachings and the character of Jesus Christ. So I was just fascinated. I was just, I just fell in love with, with the story and the man and, and who he was. And I didn't know anything about religion. It was just like, a, I suppose, like a, a young child picking up a book and reading a story about someone a long yeah. time ago. So you're only 12, 12 years 12. old. Yeah, wow. But I even remember now just, just being fascinated with this man, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who, who was he? Again, I had, no, I had no inclination of religion at all. Not at all. I didn't like religion. Yeah. But just the, the, the story of this, this very brave and very, um, un, you know, he was untouched by this world, you yeah. know. And, and he died for his principles. He stood for, you know, just, he just stood for, for the truth. And I was just, and I still am. I just, just took my breath away. Just that there was such a man, who, who, you know, existed, and whether he was the son of God or not, I, I, it was just too far. It was just too long ago. Yeah. There was no proof now, of, of that because it's just too far away. So when you were twelve, you didn't see the, you didn't see yeah. that, you didn't see that yeah. connection there. But you just, <clears throat> you just fascinated with the character yeah. that it was Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And so, and I, and I asked myself the question: you, you know, was he the son of God? And, and I just, well, you can't tell. You just, yeah. you, there's just no way of knowing. Because yeah. as a, you know, it's just too far away. It's yeah. just too long ago. And I could see that his teachings, what he did and what he said, um, just I couldn't see it today in the churches. I just, mm. it just there's two completely opposites. They were opposites. Yeah. And uh, you know, he, he was, he was, he was. He was poor, he was itinerant, just moved around, uh, spoke to anybody and everybody. There was no hierarchy, there was no, it was just him and God. 
They were even opposites back then, weren't they? Yes. I mean, the churches of the day yes. and Jesus were opposites then. That's right. Yeah. And that's why I just loved him because he was, a, he was a, in a sense, he was a rebel, mm. in a sense. Mm. Well, he was just out there. And the things he said was just radical for his time. It was, just, it was really radical. Yeah. And it was just against everything. It wasn't against everything, but it was just a new way. And he was just saying, you have heard of doing it this way. Yeah. Well, I'm saying do it this way, and, you know, which is far better. So he wasn't being critical in that sense, but he was just saying a better way is, is here. You know, and so did that, so from 12, was that where your journey with God started? or That's when I was conscious, started, well, conscious of Christ. Yep. And the question, you know, was he, was he really the son of God yep. or was he just a, an amazing man? Yeah. And, um, and, and from that time, I, I went, you know, sort of grew up, and you know, and I got quite heavily involved in, in in street, you know, living on the street in the sense in the street gangs, sort of a lot of violence. Really, at fourteen, fifteen. Really, wow. I had a friend die at fourteen, overdosed, and the question 14. comes up: Is there a God? Wow. Every time, and there's some times where you know it's pretty close in my own life, and I uh, called out to God. This is fifteen. Nearly died at fifteen. And I called out to God, and uh, that's our boy's age, isn't it? Yeah, that's Man. right. I look at my lads. Man, um, I drove past the place the other day where it all happened, and uh, and you know, and I remember at fourteen calling out to God, mm. and saying, "You've got to get me out of this," and mm. He did. And I respected that because no, that's a that was an answer to prayer, and I'm sure many people have answers to prayer, you know, in their lives. Yep. But and the question is, where is he? You know, I thought it, I believed it was a miracle, so I was, I was becoming God conscious, but I was also becoming very, maybe frustrated that okay, if there is a God, where is he? How do you connect? Yeah, it's two thousand years ago. Something amazing happened. There's no, you know, I didn't doubt that for a minute. Yeah, something amazing happened back then, but how do you connect from to now? And um, and every now and again, I'd have a miracle or I'd have something. You know, amazing happened, and I'd pray about it, something, and I'd get in a really serious situation, I'd call out to God. As I said, many people would. Many people so do. you just speak, speak out to God in just yep. your normal yeah, language and just ask yep. him to help you, yeah, right? Yep. I need help, and I yep. need it now. And, and it would happen, and they were quite serious situations. And so in my own mind, I thought, yeah, I think there is a God. I think there is, but still there's no connection. Yep. And then... Um, very much involved in drugs and, and violence and all that. And one day, a girl that I knew, she was a heroin dealer. So how old were you now? Um, I was 19. So all those years, I was getting more and heavily involved in the violence and the drugs. And, and well, about so 17... Pretty heavy drug Oh, heroin. Use? Yeah. People, wow. At wow. 17, someone gave me, for my birthday again, gave me some heroin. Yeah. So I was, that's when I started on the heroin. Before, it was just... Speed and and so forth tablets and uh, just speed, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, it's crazy stuff. And then someone gave me my best friend gave me some heroin for my seventeenth birthday. So from seventeen till nineteen, it was, it was pretty heavy, heavy duty drugs. Yeah. And I knew this girl through drugs. Uh, she was a heroin dealer, as I said. And uh, one day I saw one night I saw her at a party, just face down, just you know, out of it on on heroin. 
And a while later, I was just walking down the street and I actually just walked past her because I didn't recognise her. She was just a different person completely. She'd been healed of heroin, completely healed. Wow. And so much so, I, I, I didn't recognise her. As I said, I didn't recognise her. What, she just went straight past and She recognised me. I said, right, wow. Yeah, she recognised wow. me. She stopped me. Wow. And um, she started speaking about, we were just in the city, we were just walking along in the city and she just said, you know, she started talking about Christ and I respected, she didn't, if she talked about the churches or what church, she would have lost me. Yeah. But she spoke about Christ. And that connected obviously with your 12 yeah. year old self. From, from 12, right mm. through those years, I'd always had a respect for Christ mm. from that 12, yeah, from then, but from the the answered prayer. When, and I'm sure many people call out to God in their anguish or in their, you know, in their situations. So I wasn't, I wasn't special in that regard, but I did have a respect for Christ. And when she said, you know, I've been healed from heroin by Jesus Christ, I just, that, it made sense. It just made sense that, that if he was around today, he'd be healing people. Yep. And, it, and it came back on what he'd done for me anyway. So we went down the beach. This is when I was 19. She really challenged me. She said, here and now, let's, let's here and now. She came around to my place and we could have talked all night, but she said, you know, talk, I didn't get you so far. You can come down the beach right now. It was a February night, very hot night. And we just went down the beach and um, I just asked for the truth to God. It just went to God. She was praying. So what did she challenge you with? She just said, you can find out for yourself. Right. Because there's obviously the question of, um, is it real? I believe that there was a Christ, but I, didn't, I still didn't know how to connect. You know, as again, it was 2,000 years ago. But when she said she was being healed and she has been healed, I, I respected that. So that, that got me interested, intrigued. It really got me intrigued. I just, I wonder if it, this is, you know, this is it. And it was a bit of, um, it was intimidating, really, here and now. Let's do it. You know, it wasn't, oh, let's have a nice chat. It was, uh, what's stopping you, you know? It was a bit, bit pushy. She was a bit pushy. And, uh, I can imagine if it was anybody else that you'd randomly met on the street, you probably wouldn't have taken the challenge. Yeah. But because you'd seen the change in her? Yeah, about a week before that, actually, some guy, you know, Vange, I don't know if you know Vange, he actually bumped into, I was in the city. Yeah. And uh, he came up to me with a pamphlet and I just... Did you know him at that stage? No, no right, okay. No, and yeah. I was quite, quite angry. Just said, oh, look, mate, no, nah, just go away, you know. And it's funny because two weeks later he saw me at a meeting. He said, you. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, g'day. But Vicky, I just respected Vicky because I knew her. Yeah. Um, I knew her as a heroin dealer and now she, I could just see it. She didn't have to say a thing. Mm. She was brand new. Mm. She was just a different person. Mm. And she spoke of Christ in the first person. Mm. It wasn't something that, you know, mm. come along to my church. Yep. It was, look, I know Christ and you can too. She's speaking, and just the way she was speaking about him, it was like she'd just spent time with him. She'd just, you know, been at a camp with Christ or, or something, you know. Can I, a, can I tell you a story? I'm going to fast forward. How long ago was that now? I, uh, I was 19. Right, so a year or two. Yeah. So fast forward to now. Yeah. When I told Emily, my wife, that I was going to do a podcast with you next, she, one of the things she, she said to me was, because uh, you preach at our church, right? so you get up and you give a bit of a talk or a presentation about mm. scripture and whatever, she said, 
she said, when Ben gets up and he, you know, he, he, he you know, reads out of the Bible and he, and he you know, gives some ministry, it's like he's just gone and had a cup of coffee with Jesus. <laughs> That's what she said. She said, it's like he's just been with him that morning and they're like best friends and she knows him and they've had this conversation and Ben's relaying this conversation you know, to us all, you know, to, the, to the audience about you know, what he learnt from Jesus that day and what Jesus said and whatever. She said it's like his best friend, which I think, you know, absolutely. Well, well, maybe I've got it off Vicky. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's the Holy Spirit. Of course it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah as yeah. you know yeah. yourself. Yeah. And that night, going back to that night, I, 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 I still wasn't sold on, on the organised church bit, but she just said, look, let's just go down the beach. And, and that's what had me. She just said, here and now, you can know Christ. You know, and that, that intrigued me, but it was intimidating as well. So it was, the, it was two sides, you know. It was... And I said, well, she just said, well, what do you got to lose? Let's go. Exactly. And you can't yeah. argue with that. I would have been happy to argue all night religiously, you know, have a religious discussion. Back in the day, I used to sit around, smoke drugs and talk about God, yep. you know, and it was quite quite cool to do that. And no one ever came up with a conclusion. It was just you sit around and talk about him, or if there is or if there isn't. But here was somebody who said, look, I know Christ and and you can too. So that was completely different. That was out of you know, I'll, you know, that was pretty pretty straightforward. So anyway, we went down the beach. She started praying in the spirit, and I just said to God, uh, "Look, I just want the truth." I just looked up into the sky, you know, at night, and just I just want the truth. Whatever that is, whatever form it is, however it comes, I just want the truth. And and the Holy Spirit came upon me. I felt the Holy Spirit come upon me. I spoke in tongues as the book of Acts. Uh, Vicky had showed me that the disciples had spoken in tongues in the book of Acts. So did that freak you out? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to speak in tongues. Yeah. I was. I was interested in the truth. That's all I really wanted. And when I received the Holy Spirit and I spoke in tongues, I knew that that was a part of the truth. Yeah. I knew that that was a part of the package. Yeah. It just. It just. When it came upon me, I knew. Yeah. Okay, this is the truth. And uh, I remember getting up and walking up the stairs thinking, whatever else I do in my life, this night I know that I've found the truth. Mm. And I wasn't going to, I hadn't decided where I was going to do or what I was going to do or whether I was going to attend church. But I just said, right, now, and I was only 19, I said, now I know that God is alive and Christ is alive and that the story in the Bible is true. And and I was yet to decide to, to go on with that, but I knew that, that that was that was past debate now. I'd experienced that the resurrection power, the Holy Ghost. And that just changed my in a moment I knew, you know, that Christ was alive and that was just exciting, you know. And uh, and since that time we we're talking before about miracles. So what so what happened then? Just so did you obviously you'd received the Holy Spirit yep. as it, as talked about in the book of Acts. Yep. Baptised? Uh, about a week later. Yep. But the, instantly the drugs fell off. I was on heroin. I was on, on some pretty heavy-duty drugs. Yep. That left straight away. The desire just yep. gone. No one said you've got to give it away or you can't do that or you're not allowed to. They just left. That's it was cool. like I'd found something higher, you know, um, greater, higher. It was just on a different, it was just in a different sphere altogether. All so you must have immediately understood them, Vicky's transformation, you know, because yes. it's the same. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I got what she was saying. Yeah. You know, and, 
And that was amazing, just walking around, just knowing that, you know. And I knew that many people, and I was on a bit of a quest myself, but I knew that many people, better people than me, had searched their whole lives and, and had lived in vain and, and frustrated, you know. And I'd read books about people who searched their whole lives, good people, and they just couldn't find it. Mm. And I, I wasn't anything better, better or special, but I just stumbled across it. You'd done no research, no theology college, no, you know... Just, uh, it, just and that's why it, why it was so real because it was so raw. It wasn't through college. It wasn't through study. It was sitting on a beach, and that's what gave it all the more credence and credibility. But it's also exactly like it was in the Book of Acts. Exactly, you know those yeah. those guys that you know the disciples and the uh, and the people <clears throat> that were you know, part of that new church. You know once after Christ was sacrificed, there was no great learning there. Mm. There was these were just people, mm. just like. Mm. Just like you were, yeah. just people. And that's why I knew enough out of the Gospels. I didn't understand the Bible when I was 12, but I knew enough out of the Gospels that Christ, when he spoke to his disciples, it was raw mm. and it was just out there and, and pretty radical, really. And it, and it is. It's very radical just to receive the Spirit and just to have that the power of the Holy Ghost upon you. That's, that's not taught. But so simple. I mean, the simplicity of the Gospel is amazing. Mm. Cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. And since that time... So then, so then what happened? So then you... Since that time we've been... We've travelled... I've had some good friends that go overseas and we've, we've caught up with them overseas in the churches overseas in Africa yep. and in England. Uh, we've seen um, many people come with a, become Christians, receive the Holy Spirit in Africa, in the, um, in the uh, shanty towns, yep. in pretty uh, dire situations, you know. Um, receiving the Holy Ghost, they, they have a love for God beforehand. Uh, they put a lot of people to shame as far as their love for God, but they haven't got the Holy Spirit. Once they've received the Holy Spirit, they just they launch. Yeah, you know, they just say yes, and they've just um, and they haven't got much in the way of riches or wealth or, or anything really, but they have this love of God now, and they and they have a real um, a real confidence. Whereas before they, they didn't believe in, in themselves mm. and now they believe themselves as sons and daughters of the living God. Mm. So you see these folk struggling through life suddenly have this amazing confidence and this love amongst each other and a love of God. You know? wow. So that's probably the most amazing thing I've seen yep. is people's lives being turned around. Sure, the drug addict and all that, but other people who are just um, living their lives, good people, and, and, but not knowing God, wondering about God but not knowing God, mm. receiving the Holy Spirit and just um, their whole lives changing in a moment. Yep. You know, that is probably the most rewarding thing I've ever seen. Mm. Yeah. And the thing that amazes me so much about those stories is that, as you've pointed out, a lot of these people are great people. Some of them are not great people either. Mm. And a lot of them have had a desire to change and in their own strength have tried in some cases, many times, sure. to live good, wholesome lives, but they just, you know, it's just not in, in them. Yes. You know, uh, the yes. only thing that's really in them is the world. Mm. Mm. And they receive the Holy Spirit, they mm. get baptised, and their life is, lives are transformed for them, mm. not by them, mm. for them. Yes, yes. And uh, we had on one of our previous podcasts, uh, our brother Chris, who was exactly an example of that, just mm. like many other people are. Mm. And that just doesn't happen. Yes, that's not a that's not a learnt behaviour. That's not a behaviour or a thing that you know it's their own willpower because they've tried for 
decades in many cases to change themselves. Mm. But Mm. it's the God that transformed them that's the Mm. most amazing. Mm. Mm. Where do you think you'd be now if if at 19 you hadn't walked past Vicky in the street? My boys often ask me that. Okay. I say, you know, would you be in jail? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's where it was heading, you know. And I look at my brothers and all that and... uh, yeah, probably. You know, if you if you sort of go down, if you if you run that road, you know, twenty thirty years of of what we, I was doing back yeah. then. Um, some of my friends are dead now. I've tried, you know, you catch up with someone every now and again. You bump into someone, how so and so. You know, oh, you just got out of jail. Someone else has just passed away. Or so, and they're good people, good guys, but just lost, you mm. know, and, and confused. And, and your heart goes out to them. Of course. And, and like I said, I've, I've just stumbled across this. There was no big, you know, I was searching, but you really don't know where to search. I read books, but you don't know what books, you know. Mm. Um, so it was just stumbled across it in the field, just this bag of rubies, this priceless gems, mm. you know. To know Christ, to know him, as we were talking about before, personally, Without the the religious side of things, you know, and and he wasn't religious. He wouldn't. He'd get kicked out of the churches today. Yep. You know, they'd they'd refuse his entry as a troublemaker. You know, and uh, and and because he was just so powerful, and he was pure in his thinking, and he's pure in his in his stand. You know, he wouldn't. He didn't regard how it would how others would take what he was saying. He just said, "Well, this is the truth." This is the truth, you know, and, and I really admired that, even as a lad, because I knew that most of us would, will, will bend to, to fit in, to conform. That's just human nature, to try and fit in and conform. And here, here was a man who just stood on, on what he knew to be true, and he died for that, and I just I respected that, you mm. know. And, and, and today, the biggest challenge is to, is to stay on that truth, you know, and, and, and refuse compromise, you know, and, and people might get upset and you think, well, it's the truth. How can you, how can you shave off the truth, you know, for what? If you don't like this part, we'll, we'll leave that alone. No, this, this is the absolute truth. And the truth is Christ and the Bible, you know, the New Testament is Christ. Mm. And, uh, and so we just hold it dearly, you know, as we would Christ. It's a, it's a challenge, I think, for many churches, isn't it, to uh, to not bend to the will of or the change in society or the or the desires of men to you know what we could reason or argue that you know this should be different or that should be different, but to stay that course, mm-hmm. to stay on that straight narrow course and yes. stay on that truth is uh, yes. is something we should always hold on to. We should and, always hold dear. And time is a real test, I believe. Mm. You know, the, if you if you sit on something. In time, it will show if it's right or wrong. Yep. You know, and um, as I said, I've been on in this for 19 years, so that's nearly 40 years ago. Yep. And so time, if it hadn't worked, I would have long been long gone. Yeah. But, but today it's more real and it's more vibrant and it's more exciting than ever before. You know, and it's more keeps me up at night. I think about it at night. Just you know, the, the Jesus Christ Himself. The resurrection, the the uh, the second coming of Christ, the glory of heaven, the the whole you know, the, the 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 truth that we've come into is nothing like this world. They try and they give a movie or they they try and project something that people can enjoy for a while. It's nothing like 
the, the, the truth is just amazing. Mm. You know, you can't make a movie out of it because it's, it's beyond visual. It's beyond concepts, you know. It's, it's beyond us. Mm. And that's why it is so amazing. That's mm. why we stand in amazement, mm. you know. And if we could understand it, then it would minimalise it, if you like, you know. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. If we could, if we could get it all, if we can, if we could understand the concept of God completely, then that would that would shrink him down to our understanding. But I think it's 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 worthy just to stand there in amazement and not to frame it, not to frame God or frame Christ or frame grace. Don't even try to frame it and to and to nail it on a wall and say this is what it is. But stand there in amazement and just say, This is this is the glory of God and and who who can understand? Mm. It's like trying to understand the universe mm. and that and the universe is just a, a part. He he just created it in a moment, if you like, let alone trying to understand the creator. So I think we should stand in, in respect and, and in awe. Mm. And, and carry that with us in our lives, you know, just the utmost respect for God. And when we pray to God, just to have a respect that he knows exactly what's happening. He loves everybody. You don't have to pray for your son as he, if he's your son and it's your love and your concern. It's God's son that you're praying for, mm. and God loves him even more than you do mm. your own son. So just to stand, I think, in perpetual amazement of Christ, you know, and in respect of Christ, and to give him... That honour, you know, and and the best we can do is try and to honour him is to honour his word and to honour what he's asked us to do. I think that's the best we can do. Hey, it's great advice. Hmm. I asked you, so I think we'll wrap it up. I asked you uh, if you had a favourite scripture because I always share a scripture and you said Revelation and I said, which verse? And you said, all of it. (laughs) 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 Now we don't, uh, we don't. We don't actually have time for all of it <laughs> right now. Did you uh, want to share your uh, want to share your favourite scripture with us? Yes, this is this is the first scripture that that I really uh, stopped me when I first started reading the Bible, and still still stops me in my tracks. John eight and verse thirty two, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And that's just free of guilt, condemnation, confusion. Whatever it just sets us free, and um, and and just to soar, you know, just to soar, just to you know, when the Lord comes back, most people know the story. When He comes back, just we can be free now. We don't have to wait till He comes back. We don't have to live in the future, you know. We can live right now in in, in just freedom of of ourselves and mm. freedom of the society. How it wants to bring everyone into a into the lowest common denominator. But to be free of that and to soar above that and to and to really be followers of, of Christ. Yeah, that's cool. Thanks for sharing, man. Good on you. All right. Well, we're uh, we're going to leave it there. I hope you enjoyed that. I know I certainly uh, I certainly did, and I could uh, sit here all day uh, having a chat to Ben. Uh, that was great. Um, so. Please subscribe to our podcast uh, so that you don't miss any episodes. You can find us on your favourite podcast app, so Apple Podcasts or iTunes, TuneIn, Podbean or uh, plenty of other uh, podcast apps. Or you can visit revivalontheairtoday.com. All our episodes are there too, plus there's links to the podcast apps and to our fellowship websites. Don't forget to give us a review and rate us so we can get the word out there. But thanks for listening and uh, God bless.